This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for the Digest, brought to you by the Living Well Disability Resource Centre. This time every Monday morning we take a look at what's going on in the health and disability sector and joining us now uh, is Debbie Rowe. Morena, good to have you with us, Debbie. Hope you had a good weekend. Thank you, Jeff. I did. Enjoyed the sunshine, have to say. Bit of a different start to the day today, but that's all right. Changeable seasons and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. Still plenty going on. And uh, and again, now we wish all the very best to our New Zealand women's cricket team, the White Ferns, as they take on Bangladesh at the University Oval today. Just thought I'd get that one in there as well, being a sports fan. It's good, isn't it? Also, it is quite exciting. And I'm, I'm not quite so much of a sports fan, but it is exciting that it's here. And I think it's 11 o'clock, isn't it? So that's we're right. hoping the rain... The rain um, perhaps pulls back a bit or stops. <laughs> stops would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. And look, yesterday would have been a, a perfect day for that, wouldn't have it, with the sunshine. But um, anyway, come on, Dunedin, roll out the sunshine. Um, but look, getting into that, um, cricket aside, and we do wish them the absolute best today, though, don't we? Because that's, that's very exciting, um, you know, women's cricket. Awesome. Um, just some just some COVID uh, updates. We always start with COVID updates, don't we? But um, just letting people know, uh, so in the digest uh, that went out, there are some great links once again. So if, if people are wanting sort of the current updates on on where things are at, um, the digest, we, we're, we're keeping on top of that. So uh, if you don't uh, have that subscription and you want, want to get it, just contact us because we can send you um, through the, the latest digest. But a couple of the things I think that probably are on people's agenda at the moment is that access to, to rats um, kits and um, you know that's going to start getting easier and easier for us I think but I think it's been quite frustrating for a lot of people about where and how and all the rest and cost and, and, all, and all the rest of it. There is an online, if you access online and obviously not everybody does but if you do um, you can order your test kits and it's a very simple straightforward process that makes picking them up really easy so um, there is a website, uh, it's a, well it's, it's, it's the COVID-19 part of the COVID-19 uh, website, but the website is the word request uh, and then rats. So request rats, so R-E-Q-U-E-S-T-R-A-T-S dot COVID-19 dot health dot NZ. Um, or you can also call on 0800 222 478 and you choose option three. Um, that's between 8am and 8pm. Obviously the online uh, link is, is any time you want to go on there. Um, I did it myself the other day and uh, went through that online process. It took me about five minutes. Um, I had been having a bit of a sore throat during the week and, um, and so just went through and answered the questions. You do have to put in some of your information and I guess the other thing with that is that you do have to have a, a mobile phone because they do send you a verification code which you get on your phone you've then got to input it into the website and you carry on through but it made the process of then going and picking up um, once I got my approval code that again was texted to me on my phone and I could go to a pharmacy uh, there was a list given of where I could go to collect those and it made it really simple and really straightforward and they also give you enough for your household. Um, I did do my test and it was negative, so um, I'm pleased about that. But it it made that process a whole lot um, a whole lot simpler. Was and that I think a, a lot more? Sorry, Debbie, was that a same yeah. day experience? Yes, well, yes, it was. Right. Yep, yep. Well, you know, I certainly did it in the morning. That might have helped. I don't know, um, but I I did that was last Thursday. I gave that a go and to see how that would work. And that's when that first came online. And and my, my experience, at least, was that it was straightforward and 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 easy to get. Um, yeah, 
I think if you do it and you don't have any symptoms or any household contacts, you may get a decline. Um, so it will do that as well. It is asking you questions around have you got any of these symptoms. Yeah. Um, it does do a bit of checking, you know, if you've got any other um, health conditions that perhaps directs you to go into your, your GP first. But, you know, hopefully that will make things a little bit easier for people um, and then the other option of calling, which um, will probably give you the same sort of approval code that you can then get. I uh, go to the, the the pharmacist needed to see that uh, code on my phone uh, before they issued the the tests. Certainly, other you know places um, they will will be becoming more available at some of the retailers, and and there does seem to be a bit of up and down around prices. I think the general consensus is that you know people are trying to make them available um, at cost. Um, you know, to the community. So you're still looking around that sort of, you know, eight to ten dollars probably for um, if you're wanting to purchase, um, you know, an individual test. So um, yeah, so there you go. So that's that's sort of how that that was my experience. At least it might be different for someone else, but um, I found it relatively straightforward and, and easy to access. So. Um, you know, you can do that. You can collect your, your your order from a collection site, yeah, that's listed on HealthPoint, or you can have somebody else collect it for you. But they're going to need your approval code, code, because of course, if you're feeling uh, really quite unwell, you don't want to go in and do that. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, just a couple of other wee updates around that. And uh, as I was reading um, the you know communications that comes through sort of weekly from the Ministry of Health, um, Healthline and St John's have reported increased calls from people who have COVID nineteen. Um, and that those people are experiencing quite mild symptoms. So this could be, so there's been quite a high load, I guess, of calls to Healthline and St. John's. Um, and, and people, of course, you know, if you're experiencing symptoms, you, you know, anxiety can set in, you can feel a bit, you know, like I might want to talk to somebody about that. Um, but probably certainly St. John's, as far as that emergency service, um, if you are having really mild symptoms, just keep that in mind about um, who you're calling to get that advice from because it could be preventing, you know, those um, who need, who need, you know, who have an urgent situation um, from getting through. I think they've been finding quite high loading in their calls. Um, you know, and, and just, you know, keeping in mind that for most people, the virus will be similar to that of a cold um, and, and can be, you know, mostly managed at home and with over-the-counter medicines, you know, such as paracetamol or ibuprofen, something like that. Um, but really important to remember that if your symptoms do get worse, um, that you should seek medical advice and treatment. Um, so that was just a little FYI there, really. Um, just moving on to what else we have in the digest. So uh, the Dunedin City Council, their retail quarter, um, George Street um, work is, is, is beginning to happen and they're doing, um, really interested in, in wanting to know about um, accessibility issues around while the, around this work as it progresses. So they're actually holding a, um, a hui via Zoom this Wednesday, the 9th of of March from 9am till 12.30 so it's a pretty much a morning um, so people that have an interest in um, access issues uh, you know once George Street starts getting pulled apart um, they're wanting to um, you know show the plans that they have um, integrated and, and how they've integrated previous feedback into the, the work that they're doing. So um, it's an online session. Um, if people are interested in participating that, um, they can email uh, glenn.hazelton at dcc.govt.nz. Um, we've got that email link here we can send you. So if, if you're interested in, in being a part of that, that Zoom hui uh, around accessibility on the retail quarter of George Street, um, you can uh, join them this uh, Wednesday morning at 9am. Um, Brain Injury Association um, New Zealand, and particularly Otago, uh, do absolutely fabulous work. Um, you know, if you need to learn more, so 
you know, brain injury, which can be concussion and other traumatic um, brain injuries, um, hypoxia, tumours, um, meningitis, encephalitis, stroke. You know, people can incur a brain injury from lots of different ways. You know, it's not just, you know, necessarily not just, but, you know, having a car accident or a rugby game and hitting your head. It, it can be lots of other ways that people incur a brain injury. So Brain Injury um, Association in Dunedin uh, do some absolutely fabulous work um, in supporting people and educating listening sometimes because that's what people need and helping people with brain injuries navigate systems which can be really really challenging if you're cognitively really struggling or there's lots of other issues that come into dealing with you know systems like ACC or working income or um, even just the health system so um, you can contact Brain Injury Association you can find out more by going on their website www www.brain-injury.nz or call uh, for support on 0800 272 466 0800 272 466 um, absolutely you know you might even have a family member that has um, has incurred a brain injury and then you know you're just down the track a bit and you're thinking you know like, you know that they need some additional support uh, they might have got over their original trauma but just then navigating life after that can be really really tricky so Brain Injury Association do some fabulous work um, Habitat for Humanity Dunedin have this fabulous, I don't know how new this program is, but I've only just heard about it. So they have um, Habitat for Humanity Dunedin Home Repair Program. And it caters for people or families who already own their own home, but for whatever reason are unable to gain finance via other avenues to complete some essential repairs or alterations. So, you know, you might have your own home. Um, you really need to have some work done, uh, whether it's a repair or an alteration, um, and you are struggling for whatever reason to access perhaps finance to do that. So they have this fabulous program, um, and it's really the process... Um, um, it provides affordable solutions from general maintenance to essential renovations. It might include uh, fitting curtains to create wire, uh, warmer, drier homes, repairing damaged gutters or spouting, and installing interior rails to improve safety, renovating bathrooms, um, the, all those sort of things. So you've got a, a process. You can contact your local Habitat Humanity office, complete an application form, and undergo a financial assessment. Um, they, Habitat Builders, will assess your prop property needs. Um, if a, your loan is unsuccessful, Habitat will also undertake um, the necessary work and you begin a zero interest payment. So they basically have um, all works large and small are considered, although the cost is generally capped at $20,000 um, and then it's, that's a, an interest-free loan that you can pay back. So I think that's an amazing thing if you're struggling to, the fact that it's interest-free, you might be able to get um, something done that you really need doing um, and that you can pay off over time with no interest. So um, that's Habitat for Humanity Home Repair Program. So you can... Um, you know, you can contact Habitat for Humanity and Dunedin is uh, 477-3507, 477-3507. I think that's an awesome um, piece of a program. Um, parent to Parent, they have, uh, we've often talked about Parent to Parent. They're starting a wellbeing group to replace their, their regular support groups that they've previously been running. The wellbeing group is focused on the parents' well-being. So it's for Otago parents and carers who are caring for children with disability or a child with a disability, uh, autism or, or a, perhaps an extreme you know, health issue or um, a health issue, full stop. Uh, they get together um, and enjoy a local activity weekly that helps them to relax and, and just refill the well-being cup. Um, the focus for the group is on self-care because it's really easy to forget uh, to make yourself a priority when you're caring for somebody, particularly a child. Um, and this group is parent-led with the support of the Parent to Parent Otago um, 
uh, coordinator. Um, if you'd like to be a part of the group, then there are, the activities will be advertised on a Facebook page. It's a closed Facebook page because it's not um, for just casual interactions, but for people who are committed to their uh, well-being. Um, so if you'd like to improve your well-being with a group of other like-minded people, um, then you're welcome to... Um, to join that. So you can contact Cheryl at Parent to Parent. We've got those contact details here. Um, just heading through the newsletter, um, Show Your Ability, which is the National Disability Expo, which has been putting off its dates for the last probably two or three times because of COVID, is hoping to um, have its expo, uh, planning to have its expo, I should say, uh, again at the Edgar Stadium in October, later this year, the 18th of October. So it will be back, um, but a bit later in the year. And I think that is pretty much getting to the end of our page here. Lots yeah. of really useful stuff there for us. Thank you so much, Debbie. It's yeah. really interesting to hear all of that stuff. And if you want to get the digest uh, and delivered to your electronic mailbox, just remind people yes. the best way to do that. Yes, absolutely. You can either email us at info at livingwellcentre, or one word, livingwellcentre.nz, or call us on 0800 115 or come in and see us, corner of George and Bath Street. Thanks so much, Debbie. Look forward to catching up with you for another edition of The Digest next Monday. Thanks so much, Jeff. Living Well Disability Resource Centre offers free information and advice, connecting you to services and supports. Our friendly trained staff can also assess your eligibility for the Total Mobility Scheme for subsidised taxi travel. We also have a wide range of equipment and assistive products that support independent living for sale and hire. Visit Living Well Disability Resource Centre on the ground floor of Burns House, on the corner of George and Bath Streets, 9 till 4.30 weekdays, or give us a call on four seven one six one five two. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.